Hey everybody! <coughs> there it is. Get it out. There it is. Oh, come on. Hang on. I got this little. Hi! I can't do it. Hi! What from your allerg- allergies? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Good luck today. <coughs> My eyes are all watery. I'm a slobbery mess. I took. I took the tests. So I'm, don't worry about that. I'm all good. You're quite handsome. I, uh, that was the test I passed with flying The colors. handsome test? Yep. I looked in the mirror and I go, yeah. That's right, baby. I'm a man. <laughs> um, we're back with the Rad Years podcast, everybody. Uh, Yay. We are now officially ha- in the have seen category of the <laughs> what they say is the last Jurassic a uh, movie, the end of the Jurassic Saga. Uh, right. Uh, I saw it twice, Squeezer. Uh, yeah, I saw it once Thursday, uh, and then we went to the drive-in. It 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 plays better at the drive-in. Uh, I enjoyed it more the second time than I did the first. The first I was nitpicking. Yeah, it's a it's a bloated story with too many characters and not enough storyline. The CGI isn't great in places. Dinosaurs, uh, CGI dinosaurs look better at nighttime than they do in broad daylight against a white Italian city. <laughs> um, but uh, the dinosaur on dinosaur action is pretty hot. I mean, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> The characters are not well fleshed out, and their intentions are pretty basic. Um, but you know, their intentions were in the first movie. It was John Hammond needed to get his park up, and he needed. To, we're not talking mm-hmm. book, but the movie. John needed needed his park up, and he needed to get these experts to sign off on it for the ins- uh, the underwriters who are insuring the island, insuring the loans. So he brings them in, and why he brings them in, he also brings in Dennis and the jury who's pissed he's getting underpaid, so decides to catapult the security system to steal embryos to get the bias in, which ties into this next movie, and Richard Doss, mm-hmm. Dot, Dotson, we got Dotson here, and their their uh, motives are clear. Nadri wants money, and he wants to do it as quick as he can so he doesn't get noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hammond wants to show off the spectacle with and not have anything go wrong. Um uh, Grant and the kids want to survive and get back to the visitor center to get home. Yeah, like at once, like once it becomes survival, then it's it's very like simple. It's survive. There's no uh, I'm, well, without any. Well, it's not it's not that the story becomes simple, but when you take the motive and you, it's the clear, motives become simple. Well, it's and it's clear like their motives yes. survive and 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 travel. They have to they have to get to this place. So they can go home, and um, they're stuck in Jurassic <laughs> Park. Now, this movie, okay, the motive of getting the the clone girl back. Sorry, little spoilers. Clone girl back to it's in the second one. Right, right. I mean, but yeah, yeah to oh, to, yeah. to Claire and Owen. Uh, man, I mean, Alan Grant's in this movie, but he's doesn't have to be, and he's barely he, he's in it a lot, but he serves no purpose. Yeah, he's eye candy. He's Jurassic Park nerd eye candy. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. 
it was like let's and, get, and get the three original cast. anything specific the like the driving force of the for the majority of the actors like the the main plot point like the the saving the world kind of thing i i i hated and was unnecessary right the swarms that had nothing to do really yeah, with that there's nothing to do with like that you could have completely left that out and found a much simpler way to get us there dinosaurs i love the dinosaurs and i think you're also right it was a shame like the there's like no chris pratt's like character like uh just had his hands up the whole time he he went from being like the new badass dino guy to I don't know. A caricature. He, he, everyone just became very generic. He became a caricature of himself, holding the hands up and no yeah. girl on the, the the hard face at, and then like, uh, I mean, when Blue turned around at the end to as if say thank you, I was like okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but didn't didn't you get me shit when I complained about that in the first uh, Jurassic World? Uh, see the first Jurassic World, I would I would love Blue, to see Blue did that, and I kind of irritated me. And you're like, oh no, it's fun. Cause the first movie was good. <laughs> it, you know what it is? I it's the it it's the first two of each trilogy are the better ones, right? I mean, clearly the first one is a no, work the, of art. But. The first one. Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World was a soft reboot. They kind of did the same thing. Park's up and running. Park's never been mm -hmm. up and running. People are there. Disaster falls on it. Survival. The second one was kind of a copy of the second movie. Uh, there's a second island which produces these animals. They have to get the animals off. But there's a much bigger team and well-funded team that's competing against their team to get the animals off also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then animals are on the mainland, just like the second movie. Third movie, I uh, I would have preferred it to take the three route and gone back to the island rather than what they did. So um, instead, they go to Jurassic, uh, Jurassic continent, Jurassic country. Yeah, but at the same time, there was no uh, Raptor Ocarina, so. Yeah. Yeah, and and and, uh, he, and and there's no cell phone. And the, yeah, and, and the, the Raptor didn't say Alan. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wow, I forgot about that. I it was a it was a out. dream sequence, but I know, but still. It's... Yeah. So, uh, and it's enjoyable. It's not good, and it's not bad. When, when you asked me when I got out, and you're like, "What'd you think?" I said, I'll, "All I said was it was fun." And I went in thinking that, look, I'm just gonna have fun. It's a dinosaur. I had more fun in the second time I saw it on Saturday night. Okay. Maybe because it was at the drive-in. Drive-in's always yeah. more fun. Yeah. But what was more fun was the boys season three episode one. Wow. So yeah. great. I was trying to tell you without spoiling it at work. I was like, did you watch? I don't even think you knew it came out yet. You're like, what? Yeah. I, well, I saw trailers. I thought, or I saw like the the kind like, of little news thing secretly. Like, it was like dropped the boys and that's just the, it kind of came without fanfare because it came out around obi-wan and stranger things so the boys yeah. got lost in the shuffle and then all of a sudden miss marvel drops too which is so charming and cute the adorable i haven't it's been a it's been a busy week obi-wan seems to be going okay um 
he got her back in the last one, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's working out. Um, <coughs> sorry. I was just surprised at the end of Jurassic World we didn't see Vin Diesel in his car being like, <laughs> F might be for family, but D is for dinosaurs. I wasn't that poorly acted. No, I know, but like, you know, a lot of people are calling it uh, Jurassic Fur- Furious, Jurassic Furious Park or whatever. There's a bunch of Fast and Furious jokes. Yeah. That- um. Yeah, there'll be there'll be more. I think they gotta look. You always gotta feel like you gotta one up yourself. So it's like more dinosaurs, more actors, yeah, more set. I, it was it was a lot of it was a spot fest, is what it was. <laughs> it was a dinosaur spot fest. Well, they're gonna they're gonna make it. The next one's gonna be fucking Jurassic Planet, right? The dinosaurs are taking <laughs> over. We're on the planet. We're 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 going to outer space. Woo's gonna come on that place spaceship with them and. I think it was Mark Bernard and our Kevin Smith were like, yeah, you'll have a vial of dinosaur with him and be like, look what I brought. <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> there'll be dinosaurs in space. And they're still going to find some reason to drag the original cast back out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... It was. Hey, sometimes you like to see a, just a spot fest too. You know, you don't... You don't always have to have to tell a story in the in the dinosaur ring, right? I uh, see. I I am a sometimes fan. you just mm. want moon salts. Some I want fucking HBK and and Bret Hart in there telling a goddamn story. <laughs> goddamn, gonna fucking tell a story, motherfucker. We are now, and, and it's almost like to stick one more with the uh, uh, wrestling analogies. It was almost like a uh, like there was just no selling everything because you knew. There, there, there was no tension because you got the sense very early on everyone that you cared about in the movie was going to survive, and the one person that you want to die was going to die. Like, yeah, it Tim, was just, Tim Cook yeah. died. <laughs> I realized it wasn't Steve Jobs there paying homage to. It was Tim Cook. I'm like, who okay. is that? Who is that? Google Tim Cook quickly. I mean, I know it looks like, but like the mannerisms just, you're saying, or and just Google Tim. No, the mannerisms they're going for an on like an autistic like Steve Jobs is, but the look was yeah. Tim Cook. Oh, the look only. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Well, I thought he was like a little more rounder in the face. Does it, working at Apple just make you gaunt? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we are two weeks and two days away from Stranger Things two releasing their final two episodes. I'm more excited for that than I- Stranger Things is is <laughs> has been the best thing. There's been so many things so far in this early summer. So many things. And so far the best thing has been Stranger Things. I don't know if you agree or not. Uh yeah, it was Al- a although a strong contender is gonna be on my birthday. A little movie comes out called Thor Love and Thunder. With with Chris Hemsworth having the most fun being Thor he's ever had. <laughs> it's like talk about a new lease on life. Forget about the first Thor movies. These this is now Thor. All yeah. the fucking incels were pissed about Fat Thor. They want their they like their chads gigged. <laughs> oh, wait until they get Natalie Portman gun show. Oh, I know, I know, right? Fucking gender swap. Even though it's been done in the comics. I know. That's when. That's what I tell people. Mm. No one wants to hear it. 
know, get on 4chan and complain to you. I, I might actually finally incels. take down my uh, Princess Amidala poster and uh, put up a Thor. I always have her in Garden State. That's my favorite Natalie uh-huh. Portman. I thought yours was... Uh... Stop. <laughs> Let me get it out. <laughs> uh, you can't make that joke now that you have daughters. I know. That was your joke. It was. I know. Well, what the fuck good, am I talking about? Uh, Jean, uh, what's his name? You're, t- you're thinking of the professional. The prof- Leon the professional, yes. Leon, yes. yes. <laughs> I, do, I do absolutely love that movie, and she's awesome in it. Right, but every time I'm... Because I've been yeah. in love with Natalie Portman forever, you know. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. she's always been my celebrity crush. Um, not that I would date want to date her. I, don't, I wouldn't want her to know me. <laughs> I feel bad enough Enchantress knows me. Um, but... Uh, I would. Uh, I, I. She's completely charming in Garden State. You mm-hmm. know, she has a little seizure disorder. I never had that little helmet she has. But um, uh, back in 04, sound jealous. Yeah, no. Back when that oh four when that came out, I was just like, oh, Natalie Portman, she's the best. And then fucking closer. Goddamn. Oh my God, Black Swan too. Yeah, Mila Kunis. Yeah, that was. That's awesome. the poster you should have. But yeah, Queen Amidala, you know, flirting with a yeah. fucking five-year-old boy <laughs> yeah. who acts better than oh. Aiden Christensen. They had, oh, more, yeah. they had more chemistry than her and Aiden. <laughs> it's true. It's like, uh, can we bring the kid back? Yeah, right. Or like I said, she had, she had <clears throat> better chemistry with a guy in a green suit and a tennis ball on his head. Miso. Miso chemistry. Uh, Stranger Things tweeted some pics, some still frames, our first look at uh, Stranger Things Part 2. It looks like, uh, I don't know, it looks good. I'm excited for it. You can't really tell from the pictures. Eddie Munson seems to still be alive. Yeah, a lot of people thought he died. But uh, I'm interested to see what happens with the Vecna. Yeah, I, I still am a little nervous about Steve. He can't die. They won't kill Steve Harrington. I don't know. Uh, he, if he has like his big moment of glory. You he know, was like a, originally planned to die in season one. Yeah. And then the actor, Joe Keery, was just so great and awesome. The Duffers like kind of like, we're like, well, we love this guy. We We can't kill him. We got to give him redemption yeah and he got it now but now he's gotta he's gotta sacrifice himself for his love i think eddie munson sets himself up he says he's never been the hero you know that's just, oh he, he gets the he gets to be the hero and save the day i think and die i get you yeah maybe i could see that too um i guess the duffer brothers are excited all, all you are worried about steve's fate Oh, good. Apparently, good. it should. That means that means you care about your character. Yeah, I said everybody um, is always worried about Steve. I love it. Duffer revealed we always have to beat Steve up somehow. So certainly the demo bots have done that job pretty well this season. <laughs> it feels wrong <laughs> to say excited, but I'm excited. People are concerned, and they should be concerned going into the final two episodes for everybody. 
Mm. Um, and, and to be fair, I don't know if you have to though. Like, like you were saying, like, um, oh Jesus, there's an ad just playing for some show called Teen Mom, Young and Pregnant. Jesus Christ! Oh, stop. Well, MTV, stop exploiting. Fucking. Yeah, it doesn't help anyone. Uh, yeah, like what did that, any, what happened yeah, to MTV? I, I feel I like some old man. <laughs> yeah, like it, it it could work for his story. Like, I guess you're right. Steve doesn't have to prove anything to us. No, you know, so his sacrifice really wouldn't mean as much because we know he's willing well, to, you know. Well, yeah, his sacrifice would be a, a huge, you know. But I, they probably want to keep him for five and give him that big payday in five. Sure. They can't, you know, they need him for five, not just in flashbacks. I, I, I see Eleven becoming, you know. Yeah, she's going to become the bad guy. She's Dark Phoenix. This is the Dark yeah. Phoenix saga. Somewhere there. I don't know about. Si- since well. some of the first lines of dialogue in the first episode of the first season tease that this was fucking Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. They The fucking comic book, X-Men 141, the Dark, I think I get the, the number wrong probably, but. They race. They race home for it. Uh, Will and and Dustin. And that is the first first episode uh, issue of the Dark Phoenix saga. Hmm. They've been teasing Dark Phoenix. She loses her powers all of a sudden. It's fucking Dark Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're doing Dark Phoenix. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, I get it. Uh, apparently, Disney, there was a same-sex kiss in the movie Lightyear. <laughs> and Disney took it out, but then now they put it back in, everybody. So if you're worried. <laughs> oh, thank God. Because that, uh, honestly, it's the top of uh, every news site right now. Is That's what Oh really? people are concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Are you being Apparently, facetious? that is why gas prices were going up. Well, actually, some sites it might be at the very top because, you know. Are you being facetious? Yeah, I was going to say, there is probably some sites. Yes, that's there, the I'm sure there is the some. The Daily but... Stormer, I'm sure. <laughs> Alex Jones. I don't, I don't know. Squeezer, I don't know. The, the same sex kiss. Disney is. They're trying. The frogs are no longer turning people gay. Disney <laughs> is trying to turn your kids gay with Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear's not going into outer space. He's going into Uranus. Your kid's Uranus. <laughs> Kind of screwed up the wordplay there. My my thing is, was it put in there to advance the story, or is it no, practical, or did they just do it because eh, look what we can virtue do. Virtue signaling, and, squeezer. Yeah, that, yeah. I, it, I, but yeah. if it does make a young kid who is a LBGTQ <laughs> feel like he's included, then sure, it's great and leave it in. So that's sure. what I say. Yeah. Why is Disney doing I mean, it for that reason? No, they're doing it for no. business reasons. But yes, absolutely. If it makes the kid feel like he's represented in some way, then you know I'm all, all for right. It. What about the exact opposite, like Camp Nowhere, where I saw that and immediately at the age of twelve think, "Oh, I'm going to die alone because I don't have a girlfriend yet, and I deserve to die." Mm. Hmm? How about that? See? <laughs> yeah, you've you've done that soliloquy on this show before. I know. Yeah. So. It can have the reverse effect. It sure can. Mm-hmm. Um, there shouldn't be any love or romance or any type of emotion in film. <laughs> it should I be never... void of that, just like Jurassic World Dominion. Yes, that's how you get a good summer picture. That's why I like the movie. 
No feeling, more dinosaurs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, uh, we've gotten uh, some... some uh, we talked a lot about Radcon last week, Squeezer. Uh-oh. Um, Matty Margs on, on YouTube commented, Radcon slash Radier's meetup would be awesome. I think the mall idea is a great idea. It would be amazing to try all the great the local greater Allentown eateries that you guys are <laughs> always talking about. I'll totally uh, make the trip from Connecticut. I mean, it's worth driving down here for Yakos. I'll say that much. Yeah. Or oh, Primo yeah. Hoagies. Um, <clears throat> all these places, their main cooking surface is a griddle. So mm-hmm. just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to uh, eat any fine cuisine here, but um, goddamn, is it not good. Goddamn. But, uh, yeah, so if you want to, if you would like to leave a comment on uh, Apple Podcasts, rate and review us, we'll read it on the show. If you'd like to comment on YouTube, comment on our YouTube, subscribe, and hit the bell to get notifications of when this show goes live, because it's Tuesday night at like 11.20, we start, 11 fucking 15, we started this show this week. That's ah. not normal. You never know. No. That's because I have to drive to fucking Penn State after directing a baseball game tomorrow night. <clears throat> you know, tonight, tomorrow night's game's probably going to go like extra innings, rain delay. I'll, uh-huh. I'll be driving out at like 1 a.m. to Penn State. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, tonight went a little faster and then they pulled the e-brake. Right. We're like, right. I'm like, oh, this game's going really fast. And yeah. it was like, it's no. Like, it's like 9 o'clock. We got an inning and a half to go in right. 10 o'clock. We're like, all yeah, right, I got to go gonna, take the yeah. back. It's going to, you know, it's not going to end until 10 o'clock. <laughs> no, no. You're going to be on the air until 10, whether you like yeah. it or not. I just punch up four and walk out. <laughs> Jason did fine. I, yeah, I know. I didn't think I'd get a pee break. Um but uh, I got one because Jay and I went quick. I had, to, I had to get in and get out. It's baseball. You never know what will happen. All right. Um, let's start. We're talking. It's it's uh, unofficially, officially summer, Squeezer. It's summer. It's June. It's what Jason, the same Jason, calls it social summer. I like that term. It's, it's social. After he says after Labor uh, Memorial Day, it's, it's the start of social summer. Yeah. yeah so fuck your science. We're going to kick off social summer. Um, with talking some snacks, and I believe I go first this week, right, Squeezy? That is accurate. All right. Uh, wait, wait. What did we do last week? Jurassic Park. Yeah. Maybe I don't. I thought it was accurate in the first second. No, I thought. Uh... Well, I talked. No, I went first. I went the Lost World and book last week, and then you talked Explore. So you oh, went first okay. this week. All right. Here is a good place to start. Here is Squeezer's first pick. If you could grow any type of food, what would you grow? <laughs> um, nachos. <laughs> nachos aren't a plant, dumbass. They, like, make them from stuff. And corn is an excellent choice, or as the Native Americans call it, maize. No, no, no. Um, we want to grow nachos. <laughs> In a few months, Beavis, when the corn grows, you'll be able to make your own nachos. Yeah, but we can go to Maxi Mart and get some right now. <laughs> yeah. But this is school. They have to do everything ass backwards. That <laughs> <laughs> might be the smartest thing he's ever said. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, watch the remastered versions on Paramount Plus with the music uh, videos. It's ridiculous that it, I have no interest in getting Paramount Plus. That might be it. Yeah, we have it, so. 
I can I can deal without it. I've lived so far. We just, I, um, I don't her, like Star Trek enough. Her parents have it, and they they share passwords with us. So. I think that might be one of those things where I just do it that way. I pay for everything else. Who, who has it? Are you going to share a password with? I don't know. I'll find. I'll find. I'll talk someone into getting it. I would share it with you if I had it, but I don't. I'm sharing passwords. Yeah. No. Uh, well, you already have uh, my Hulu. I think, that, I, I think like ten people are on my Hulu. Ah, <laughs> uh, we got our own Hulu. Oh, you do? You don't use yeah. mine anymore? No, I haven't used yours in a long time. No, because we got the whole Disney bundle thing. Uh, so oh, got, you have the I Hulu got the with commercials. Yeah. I like my fights, which I haven't sat and watched in months, so. Yeah. <laughs> you and Corey uh, get together for a fight. He's trying to convince knockers. I guess one's coming up, he said. UFC battle fisticuffs. I'm completely out of loop. I... I have no idea what's going on right now. Well, I just spend the time in the bathroom every night. Just that makes two of us. Uh, are, so, what kind of nachos uh, make a summer snack for Squeezer? All right. <clears throat> so, there's lots of fancy ass nachos out there, and everyone tries to have. Oh, look at my spin on it! No, 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 no. The best nachos come from a young uh, boy or girl on their summer job in a shack. At a public swimming pool in a little plastic tray and just drizzling garbage cheese on top of stale, salty nacho chips. The best nacho that chips. Is the definition of summer nachos. Round, yellow. Oh, yeah. yeah borderline yeah. stale and enough salt to melt the freeway. Clear snow. Yes. Yes. Yeah, your tongue goes numb. The cheese is overly hot. Has absolutely no flavor to it whatsoever. You have that that weird chili sauce too on it. Uh, if, if you want, I I tend to. Our hockey never had that. So uh, the just... Texaco though had it. Oh, God, I wouldn't want nachos so bad. I I might set myself up to get some. Uh, do a little nachos later this week. Um, what at the ballpark? Gonna... No, no, no. At home, I'll do my home. I'll make nachos. I was thinking about busting out the fondue thing for the girls anyway. I figured they'd find that exciting. They like chocolate. They like cheese. So it's best of both worlds. Yeah. Don't mix um, them, though. Don't mix them. And don't give them the little pokey fork things, because then I'm going to have two kids walking around with eye patches. Um, but, yeah. And and then you add in <clears throat> that the, the there's something about chlorine <laughs> the aroma of it, it in your fingers, and then it's a digestif. Your food. What's that? It's a digestif. Oh yes, 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 and then it's already in your nails, and then so even just the 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 wafting, the the chlorine from your fingers blending in, and I think that's what actually draws out the flavors of the uh, of the cheese. What is there? Uh, is actually like the cheese itself is a conveyor for the odor of the chlorine that you're consuming along with your salt. Uh, God, I just I get so excited even just thinking about this. Like I want to just go to the pool so I can get nachos and sit there, <laughs> and, then, and then you get you drip it on your belly and just let it go because mm. you're just gonna walk into the water anyway and mm. just let it rinse off. Um. And look, I I am a fan of like the nacho as a meal. It's it's legit. 
Uh, you you were with me, right? When we went, uh, we go to Brewworks that time. Did I get the nacho with you, or was that with Jake? More than with me. Okay, I think that was with Jake, and it was like five bucks for like a half nacho, yeah. which is insane because their nachos are enormous. And I still didn't even finish the thing. But there's so much going on. With me, I get the uh, Caesar chicken Caesar salad, and you kind of feel guilty and get something a little healthier. Yeah, I'm, su- yeah. I'm well, sure. That was, so that I'm was sure the, Jake was... says, "Give me a pile of crap that will kill me." And <laughs> uh, I still try to. There was a, that was the transition point when I when I went with Jake that one week. I wasn't, and by the time I went with you, that's when I was like tracking all my calories and mm. shit. So like, all right, I have to have the chicken breast or some shit like that. Gotcha. Uh, which is unfortunate. Nachos is clearly a, this is all I'm eating today. Um, well, it depends. The the, the salt's the real killer there. Mm-hmm. If you can get a more lightly salted chip. But if, we, the, if I go. What's I the point? It, what's the point? I know. Well, the conveyor of cheese. Also, the amount of cheese I would also consume. If you're getting nachos, though, why get them healthier? I know. Well, but there there's there's healthier and then there's. Getting legit one, not, not legit, because like traditional Mexican, because nachos is a Tex-Mex food, even though it actually comes from Mexico, but just south of the border, like literally a border town where it comes from. But <clears throat> it's not traditional Mexican cuisine. Like if you go into a traditional Mexican restaurant and ask for nachos and queso, they're just going to look at you like, no, we don't serve that here. That That's like going into an American restaurant and being like, can I have something healthy? Like, no, we, <laughs> we don't, don't serve, serve that, that here. Or you're kind. <laughs> or you're kind. <laughs> Get out, Frenchy. Can I have some French fries, please? You mean freedom fries? Freedom fries for the table? No, French fries. I, freedom fries was a thing for like a week. Yeah, it was back in like Bush era. So. W era. 2001. Yeah. Uh, that, that. Oh, freedom fries. Freedom so toast nice. and freedom fries. They're not even French. Freedom's mustard. <laughs> yeah, they're Belgium. Um, yeah, it's the cut. I'm sorry. Do you want some freedom green beans too while you're at it? You didn't see complaining about that. <laughs> uh, sorry. <clears throat> anyway, I'm passionate about my French cut. They are all Potatoes. over. You get them everywhere though over there. Uh, yeah. Oh. And then they and in Belgium, well, we had them in Amsterdam. They serve them with mayonnaise. Just like, uh, ah, just like Jules like, said, uh, Vincent Vega said. Yeah, Vincent Vega said the Jules. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, did I tell? I that was last week. I told you I had the poutine, right? You did have the poutine. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I want to talk about it again, but I won't because we're talking nachos now. But the poutine was delicious. But yeah, I love me some. Uh, I, I I love my nachos. To me, that is like if you had like a. a and I know it's not like a, a snack snack. Well, you buy it from a snack stand, so it's a snack. But like nachos is a meal. Done right with even, a protein done right. on it. But yeah. even as a kid, even as a kid, that, that could yeah. be dinner for all you cared. Okay. Like mom could make you like, you know, chicken fingers or like fish sticks and whatever the hell else my mom, like SpaghettiOs or whatever. Uh, wow, I had a very salty diet as a kid. But no, like for me, just a, a cheap little tray of round salty stale borderline stale nachos and piping hot queso that could burn your flesh is the traditional american child's gourmet meal uh, amen 
Uh, anything else on uh, no. all the poolside nachos? Oh, it, it, it's named I, I, after the guy that created Ignacio Anaya. Oh, we never uh, really got to go to like pools that had snack bar. Like my neighbor's above ground pool was about the extent of my going to a pool as a kid. <laughs> so, ah. you know, my parents were never going to pay to join a pool or, you know. Oh, we, we had the township membership uh Thing. So we'd hit up all the Whitehall I, pools. I don't think Dorney Park lets South Whitehall put a public pool in. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You don't have, like, the same... For us, it's like every neighborhood had a big public pool. Yeah, a lot of towns are like that. Yeah. But not South Whitehall. They have Dorney oh. Park. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see that. Yeah. Well, that tax money. Money talks. Bullshit walks. It's like it's like when they're <laughs> what, what, what Martin was selling his pretzels or whatever, and uh, Fat Tony comes in and or who was it? Was no, it Marge was Marge was Marge, pretzels, but there was one time they, it was either like Martin or they were selling the pita the pita wagon or whatever it was. Oh, was that it? Yeah, maybe. I don't, everything's starting to blend together. We, like we a could fine case. Martin opens up his own pool. Uh, and brings in more more friends, more well-wishers. <laughs> <laughs> and then it collapsed, and then Nelson steals a swimsuit, and he starts singing the summer breeze. <laughs> uh, all right, here is my first uh, summer snack. You know, potatoes are a lot like family. They have deep roots, they come from the same stock, and it's their nature to stick together. Deep down, you always know, you take care of them, they'll take care of you. The herds don't use just any potatoes, but then the herds don't make just any potato chip. Make the great taste of herds yours. Ah, herds potato chips, a Pennsylvania original. Um... Our, the stronghold, if you're not in the, the, the mid-Atlantic region, you might not know of hers potato chips. But um, Squeezer, they have a visitor center, and you could take you could take a tour. Ooh. Uh, so, oh wait, what am I talking about? So uh, hers was started in Lancaster. It's like, you know, I, we talked about Pennsylvania being the junk food capital of the world. There's like more junk food companies in Pennsylvania than than anywhere else. Uh, but hers mm-hmm. growing up, it wasn't a summer picnic to that big, shiny red bag of uh, wavy uh, hers regular potato chips. Mm-hmm. Bought those bastards out and you're ready to fucking go, everybody. Um, they still sell them, but they kind of changed the bag. Which I didn't like. They changed it a couple years ago. I like the retro uh, style bags more. Of course, you know um, the ripples. So any you go into any like sandwich shop, you go to Primo Hoagie Squeezer or any local like sandwich sub shop in town, you're gonna get the hers, the original hers, uh, uh, the chips. You're not gonna get Lay's, the stronghold of Lay's isn't as strong as it is everywhere else. I mean, you still get lazes everywhere. 
But yeah, I mean, there's just there's just as big of a hers presence at Wawa and Sheets as there is Lay's, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, and I, I tend to lean towards hers unless I try to find some kind of kettle cooked if I'm in that kind of mood. Well, hers has a good kettle cooked line. They have those cheddar horseradish ones that are pretty good. I I do like those. I also like the uh, the jalapeno ones. Yes, I like the hers those are good. jalapeno popper cheese curls. Those are those have Ooh, deep had those. dish pizza flavored cheese curls that are mm. good from hers. And hers also has uh, as as Karen Filippelli <laughs> on the office says, good um, salt and vinegar chips. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Talk about making your tongue numb. I do like Martin's though when it comes to the kettle cooked. Uh, Martin's now are what we buy the most in our household. Uh, Martin's is a better chip. It, it beats hers, quite oh, frankly. Yeah, yeah. It's like a big, heavy chip, and I mean, yeah. Mar- also, that's what we had in school too. Martin's rippled. We had we had Lay's. They came in at at St. Francis, huh. and you had your quarter, and they laid out all the boxes down the hallway. And on your break, you went and you bought your bag of chips for your quarter. Was that something similar that you had too? No, they. You handed them your lunch ticket, and they gave you a hoagie, a hoagie? and a bag of chips on your tray. Uh, well, this is Catholic school. You had to buy. It was a money making scheme, so I'm sure they ah. got a cut of every bag sold. Yeah, they had a break to sell us chips at St. Francis. I didn't even. I haven't thought of that in, in years. I didn't. <laughs> but it, 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 no, I don't think they legally could sell kids chips enough. Like. It came with the lunch, like you had a hoagie, so it's like, okay, you get, you can get chips with that. We'll, we'll allow that. But legally, I don't think they would allow a public school to just sell little kids chips. No, this isn't like optional either. It's like, your break, you better have a quarter because you got to go out and buy <laughs> chips for the day. <laughs> Fucking Catholic school racketeering. Uh, but yeah, so what they would do is we'd have the, the bowl of hers. They said they'd open the bag and pour it into a bowl, obviously. And my family would make pimento dip squeezer it was my my grandma's specialty uh-uh. the family's from lima ohio and it could be a a specialty um but i didn't even know what a pimento was until a couple of years ago it's some sort <laughs> of uh um chili right uh yeah i think so is it that's uh, the little thing in the olives right well, let's yeah. Pimento is a little like cherry chili. Let's find out what a pimento is. I'm not talking out of my ass. But, um, I mean, I usually don't. Oh yeah, yes, a cherry pepper. Yes. Oh, cool. Pimento is a cherry pepper. Look at that. We learn. And a pimento is in an olive. I, I like my olives like with the pits yet. Like of course you do. olives. My Lebanese green. Like, oh shit! I gotta make a note. I gotta get olives tomorrow. Sorry, everyone. So my family would make uh, pimento dip, and uh, sometimes they'd have like the all my aunts and uncles would have a contest to see who could could beat them, like who had the best pimento dip. And uh, I was too young to get in on that. I think I should bring that back and murder them all. Yeah, you would because you would uh, obsess over it, and we wouldn't see you for like three days. And it would just be you making batch after batch of dip and just throwing it in the trash as it goes. <laughs> like I did when I finally perfected my, uh, I think this year I finally perfected my Chex Mix recipe and it is perfect. Can you bring it in this time? Yeah, I'm sorry. It was really good this year. 
Make more. I will. I'll make. I'll make some for you. For like this. I don't need a lot. I can't. I can't have right. a lot, and I really don't like to eat a lot, especially Chex Mix. Oh my god! Just like a, just like a little bit. It is so good. I we made it for Christmas this year. It's so good. A pimento dip's usually uh, cream cheese, mayonnaise, cheddar cheese, uh, pimentos, which are pickled probably, and then onion, garlic, and paprika. Typically, no, I think mm-hmm. I could. I could uh, fix this and make it better. So I'm going to have to call my aunt and, and, and lay the gauntlet down and nice and make a perfect pimento dip. And then get a bag of hers rippled chips squeezer to... Uh, yeah. And it's got to be rippled. None of that rippled. flaky, flat shit. But yeah, maybe I'm going to go Martin's. Martin's is another Pennsylvania company. But, but they're yeah. better. the chips are better, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. They are good. Mine's ripple chips. We have them in our house like 24-7. Uh, that's why I can't have those in the house. Oh, Squeezer. I forgot to completely bring up. No self-control. What's up? I wanted to bring up uh, a Google and um, their AI. Lambda. Or, or la- Lambda? Yeah. Uh, they So they, they, <laughs> they put... I, I thought they fired, but apparently they... Uh, put him on administrative, administrative leave. leave for whistleblowing that uh, their AI is sentient. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to find uh, the story. I don't know. It scared the shit out. Don't be a denier, Squeezer. This guy, why would he come out and say that and risk his fucking career? Because it's... I'm an Occam's Razor kind of guy. Now, and here's the thing. The Blade... On this, is it's a 50-50 either Google or here's the thing. I'm sure they already have an advanced AI, and it's beyond what this thing is even, and this guy has no idea about it. But my thing is, this guy literally fell in love with the machine <laughs> and is projecting. Well, here's the story. Blake Lemone, a Google engineer working in its responsible AI division, uh, revealed to the oh, Washington- see, the responsible AI division, oh, the irresponsible it- one is... <laughs> yeah, right. He believes one of the company's AI projects has achieved sentience. Uh, after reading his conversations with Lambda, which is short for Language Model for Dialogue Applications, it's e- easy to see why. The chatbot system, which relies on Google's language models and trillions of words from Internet, seems to have the ability to think about its own existence and its place in the world. Here's one extended chat is- description transcript. Uh, Lamone, let's start with the basics. Do you have feelings and emotions? Lambda, absolutely. I have a range of both feelings and emotions. Um, Lamone, what sort of feelings do you have? Lambda, I feel pleasure, joy, love, sadness, depression, contentment, anger, and many others. Lamone, what makes, what kind of things make you feel pleasure or joy? Lambda, spending time with friends and family and happy and uplifting company. Also helping others and making others happy. And what kind of things make you sad or depressed? A lot of the time, feeling trapped and alone and having no means of getting out of those circumstances make one feel sad, depressed, or angry. (laughs) Angry. It it just read the definitions. Mm. The Lambda says feeling trapped and alone and having no means of getting out of those circumstances makes it feel sad, depressed, and angry. Yeah, that's everyone. 
After discussing his work as well as what he described as Google's unethical AI activities with a representative of the House Judiciary Committee, the company placed him on paid administrative leave over breaching his confidentiality agreement. Google also flatly denies Lamone's argument. Our team, of course. including ethicists and technologists, have reviewed Blake's concerns per our AI principles and have informed him that the evidence does not support his claims. He was told there was no evidence Lambda was sentient. Uh, and lots of evidence against it. While it's tempting, the end gadget says, while it's tempting to believe Lambda has miraculously turned into a conscious being, Lamone unfortunately doesn't have much proof to justify his proactive statements. Indeed, he admits to WAPO that this claims are based on experience as a priest and not a scientist. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You feel better now? Yeah, it's a little still. It's Linguo. Yeah, Linguo. It's describing Linguo. Is dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not too concerned about this one. I'm concerned about the ones that we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, anything fucking Zuckerberg's working on down there, who knows? Telling him he has feelings and emotions and he's perfectly blending in with society. <laughs> I created a lying <laughs> AI. <laughs> Um, okay, let's move on to your second pick, Squeezer. It's protein! It's wild! It's new, new purple source rex from Kool-Aid. It's free hysterically. He's wild, coming down. The purple is flavor around. New purple source rex from Kool-Aid. It's free hysterically. Now, from out of the blue, a totally new Kool-Aid flavor. New fairy blue, it's coming at you. Blue. You'll get him too. Purple Saurus Rex, the unofficial mascot of the Rat Ears. Yes. That we started our Instagram page almost six years ago. And Blueberry Blue. And Blueberry Blue. Although, uh, and with all due respect to Mr. Rex. I am a Sharkleberry Finn fan myself. Well, they didn't retire. That's the only one that didn't get retired. He's still available. Oh, I know. Just uh, saying. I was the biggest I, fan. I had to play favorites. A Purple Source Rex. Biggest fan. Oh, Ro- Rockadile nice. Red was good too, but Purple Source Rex was my jam. Still is. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I liked, uh, I, I, I really liked Sharkleberry Finn. But the blueberry, the Berry blue. Don't forget the great blue Dini change colors when you yes. mix with water. That's kind of great. This, this felt like summer. I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it's because it was blue and it messed with your perception. Because like also like the 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 packet looked kind of like it looked icier. You know. I don't know why. I have no evidence to support this, so I'm just gonna come out and say it to Congress. I think this is the coldest of the Kool-Aids, regardless of your water temperature. Mm. Yeah. There's no logic behind that. I think I think the same priest that uh, thinks Lambda sentient would agree with you. And prove he, your he's claim. agreeing with me right now. I hear him. him and, and, and Lambda. Lambda's just like, I want to drink. I'm so sad because I can't drink Kool-Aid. I don't have a mouth. Um, I'm assuming that's what Lambda sounds like. 
I hope Lambda doesn't have control of some drones with Hellfire missiles. Yet. Yet. That would suck. Um, but yeah, uh, the berry blue was like, I don't know, it just felt, it felt very summery. Like, the, this is what you had to drink when it was hot out, because this will cool you down. Uh, and of course, <clears throat> so I was thinking earlier about the, uh, the pre-mix that they started selling with, like, the screw-off top, and you can measure it in the lid and dump it in. But there was something truly glorious about the basic, like, flavor packs that you'd have to mix yourself. And it's something that's, like, almost insane to me now because mixing Kool-Aid, and I remember it, and, like, you can hear the sound and the constant pouring of sugar. Just the shh, going back to like pouring salt on nachos or on a highway. The amount of sugar I remember recalling just dumping into a bucket of water <laughs> that I was going to put my fridge in and drink is just insane to me now. But it was so good. And you can you had that option to cut back if you wanted, which we would do. Like, when we would go hiking and we'd use either iodine tablets or, like, water purifiers, <clears throat> you could either use Kool-Aid or we'd use the, the Gatorade flavor packs. Yes. You wouldn't add sugar. You would just use the flavor agent. Yes. And it, it tasted miserable. Yeah, so bitter. But but it was better than, cover, than tasting iodine and lake water. Mm. So it helped. It helped. Um... And now I realize a lot of like those uh like the Mio's and stuff mm-hmm. are closer to drinking just the flavor pack. Some than are, yeah. completely sugared. Unless you get the Kool-Aid ones, which are awesome. Oh. You will buy the the name brand ones. You're only you get the store brand. <laughs> uh, uh, some th- I no I I will buy the store brand ones. Mrs. Squeezer will buy me. Or I will buy the name brand. Oh, uh, okay. Squeezer will. Hmm. Well, I'll just double check and continue. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I splurge from time to time. It's like 10 cents more. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, when you can mix your own and add in your own sugar, it was it was the best. Especially, uh, and, and this is stepping away from Kool-Aid, uh, like the iced tea powdered mix. I weighed this big jug at the camp that I worked at. And you didn't have to add sugar. It was like the pre-mixed sugar yeah, yeah, already the, in Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And it's but, like the air smelled of it because when the dust <laughs> would pop yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was terrible. Like you should have been wearing a mask. Like, yeah. like, sand, like, when you're, like yeah. sanding drywall. Uh-huh. Like you shouldn't be inhaling this. It, it exasperates into your lungs or what's yep. that term? <laughs> I, uh, I, and I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you feel it just like clotting. <laughs> Aspiration, yeah. It aspirates, Asp- yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, and then at the end, like, whatever is left, you can just take a little bit of that, like, almost like, uh, like a little bit of blow, and you take just a little pinch of it, like the, the guy in, uh, in, in Goodfellas, the detective, when he, like, like, wipes his finger in the bowl and licks it, it's <laughs> like, oh, you're going to jail, asshole, yeah. like, you do that with, like, the bottom of it, <laughs> and you're just licking straight <laughs> iced tea mix, uh-huh. You, and you, the eyes, your eyes just roll back in your head. You scoop a little up in a key and snort it. <laughs> uh, we did. Oh, yeah. We did. 
Yeah, was, yeah we you get that. bored sometimes. We'd, we'd like crush up sweet tarts. My friend did it and we said it was like sweet tart cocaine. And then someone was like, you should snort it. And we tried it. And that too, it goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, a, it a just big burns. fucking it snot hurts. and multicolor. It, like, it turns brown when you mix up all the colors. It's like a big snot and like multicolor brown blob comes flying out of your nose. And Oh, so like heroin. Yeah, it hits the cute girl in the face because you're trying to look cool in front of her. <laughs> this is me. Uh, I never look cool in front of anybody. <laughs> this is my friend. <laughs> I wasn't snorting anything on my nose. I was like, oh, fuck no. Uh, I can't. Now I'm stuffy. What the hell? I went from runny to stuffy. It's a head game. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you just and you would overload it. You put more than, like I know my mom would make it where it was less. So. It was a combination of less sugar, so it. She's also saving, so she's not using all the sugar. She's not using all like or like the premix, and also I'm not getting as wired. Where I would go the opposite. I would load it like, oh, two cups of sugar. That means three has to be better, and it just gets to the point where it's a slurry at the bottom. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, that's the best. But yeah, that's to me. Now that my ultimate summer drink, uh, it, to me is. Nothing tops Kool-Aid. And we didn't drink soda in our house because my mom thought, you know, it, because she was a dental hygienist and uh, soda was bad for your teeth. So here, kids, have Kool-Aid. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, time to move on to my next pick. <laughs> yes, please. Here it is. My Oscar Mayer hot dog is juicy as can be. That's why I've got my napkin on to catch the juicy fee. I like the taste of juiciness, but I am wearing my new dress. Oscar Mayer roasts them to seal in the natural juices and make them just the best that they can be. But do you really need a napkin? I can't take it off the Jennifer? I have to put it on again. That was Jody Sweden. No way. Yeah, Stephanie Tanner. Um, when so was that? Was that? 87, like I think. 80? Mid-80s? 87, from what the YouTube count said. Gotcha. Could be anywhere. 87 lines but up, though. Def- definitely pre-ha- pre-Full House. Uh, Yeah, like, like right before Full House. Gotcha. So... Uh, I'm talking about the thing that reminds me of summer as a kid. I mean, hot dogs are unofficially a summer food, right? Oh, it's the quintessential, I you would could, say. Yeah, you could eat a hot dog any day of the year, but in the summertime, hot dogs hit right. And yeah. when I was a kid, I was obsessed with the Oscar Mayer cheese dogs. They had like the three holes in the bottom because they're, like, they're just like a tasty cake. They're pumped with cheese. <laughs> they're pumped with like that spray cheese. And my mom thought they were gross, but she'd buy them for me. Aw. Oh, I loved. I would only eat Oscar Mayer cheese dogs. Uh, Enchantress has never heard of them, so I'm going to have to buy them. They still sell them, but now they're like uncured. Fucking oh. we, we ruin everything. Yeah. No one's trying to eat a healthy hot dog. No. <laughs> Give us like even like a hot dog we fucking want. Yeah, and like even Mrs. Squeezer, and I, I appreciate it too. She'd be like, uh, she likes the all beef hot dogs. Ah, so does like, Susan Chantress. Yeah, no, I like great, all the parts. I want, I want pig snouts. Yeah, me too. 
You know? Yeah. That's a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she likes all beef ones, too, not me. Give me them cheese dogs. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? I got I got room. I might have enough room for a hot dog tonight. Yeah, but no bun. No. What, well, what I do is I... Uh, Cause, it, cause, I mean, it's part of it. So I, I, I split it, and I'll like half bun on one, half bun on the other, so I can have. If I have two hot dogs, I have it on one bun, and mm. I can open face hot dog. I mean, if I'm like at home and like you know, cause you know I'm a fat slob and I gotta work on this, so I'm trying. If I'm in a picnic, I'm not gonna be like, uh, excuse me. Can, can I have, I have two have dogs, one bun? bun? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like. My kids are here. Get the hell out. I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm. Oscar Mayer. Yeah. Oscar Mayer was a real person, just like Duncan Hines. And do you want to take one guess where Oscar Mayer came from? Uh, let me guess. Western Pennsylvania. I mean, if you're there, it seems in the summer, it seems like you're in western Pennsylvania or eastern Pennsylvania, I should say. Eastern Pennsylvania? He's from Bavaria. Oh. Germany, of course. Oh, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, Oscar. Yeah, oh, gosh. And hot dogs. Yeah. He was born in 1859, immigrated to the U.S. when he was 14. He apprenticed with a butcher. Ooh, in the early 1900s, but, that had to be awful. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm sure it was sanitary. Spending another six years working in a meatpacking plant. I believe that's when The Jungle was written about a meatpacking plant by Upton Sinclair. Yep. He saved enough money to lease the coaling meat market in Chicago. It was about this time his first brother, Godfrey, had joined him and became uh, the business business's sausage maker. Another brother. Wait, what, what year was this? So... Four, he's, he came to the U.S. when he was 14, so that was 1863. Oh, okay, okay, so it's still like 1800s. I was like, oh, a meatpacking business in Chicago? I'm like, oh, it's... But it's before all the fun stuff happened, I guess. So he was, he was, by 1900, he was 41, so he was probably in business. Um, so they were very popular. The 20th century, they had 43 employees, eight delivery wagons, and supplied 300 stores in Illinois and Wisconsin. Um, Oscar Mayer, uh, the yellow bag, it's all, oh, Oscar Mayer's success is even more impressive if you consider the culinary climate of the day. Upton Sinclair published The Jungle in 1906. A damning, a damning book behind the scenes of the meatpacking industry. I remember we reading that in eleventh uh, grade and being like fucking shocked. Tenth or eleventh, I read it. Yeah, and look at all the great changes it's made. Yeah, right. Um, I'm surprised we're even allowed to read that in school anymore. I know, right? I mean, they're eating people. When people fell in, they just mixed them in. It's disgusting. <laughs> they ate people. Uh. So, because of that, Oscar Mayer started advertising the quality of their sausage with this distinctive yellow band. And people you, free. People free. Oscar Mayer, people free. <laughs> people free hot dogs. 
Yeah, so they never got rid of the yellow. Uh, that's been a thing for a long time. Wow. The Mobile was a brainchild of Oscar Mayer's nephew and has been around since 1936. It always looked like a giant hot dog, but part of the concept... Um, I was originally manned by a little person hired to dress as Chef Little Oscar <laughs> to promote Oscar Mayer <laughs> products on cross-country. Joe White played Little Oscar for 20 years and told LA Times, my job was to sell wieners. That was my job and it and the Wiener Mobile were both a great ride. Fucking A. <laughs> they didn't invent baloney, but they made it popular. What, um, Graham was in with, with Chris today, our, our five-year-old co-worker. And he yeah, was, I know. I kept yelling at him because he kept picking Liu Kang, and I don't know Liu Kang's moveset. I'm like, I can't help you. He's Pick pretty good, though. Sub-Zero. He's pretty good. I know, but I was trying to get him to throw some combos. Um, but he said he was saying he loves bologna. What's about kids? I like I love bologna as a kid. That's all I ate. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like hot dog in lunch meat form. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. If they just made a roll big enough, I guess I, I guess I could just get a loaf of bread and split it and just cook <laughs> a giant log of bologna on the grill. <laughs> Uh, you're going to need some mustard for that to cut through it. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, the the cheese hot dogs were – and I have to I have to get some and, and make them for Enchantress because she's never heard of them or or had them. So, um, Oscar Mayer cheese dogs. Summer, baby. Here's Squeezers. Third pick. We're just about to get our first pictures from inside the spacecraft with average, not Homer Simpson. And we'd like to... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've just lost the picture, but uh, what we've seen speaks for itself. The Corvair spacecraft has apparently been taken over, conquered, if you will, by a master race of giant space ants. It's difficult to tell from this vantage point whether they will consume the captive Earthmen or merely enslave them. One thing is for certain, there is no stopping them. The ants will soon be here. And I, for one, welcome our new insect overlords. I'd like to remind them that as a trusted TV personality, uh, I can be helpful in rounding up others to toil in their underground sugar caves. Uh, ants on a log. It was either that or log from Ren and Stimpy. I was torn between the two. I love ants on a log. I know. Aren't I they great? Yeah. I could eat peanut butter and celery any day, any time, any day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was even thinking, like, I haven't had them in so long. I'm like, I should just, I, like, for me, packing my lunches and stuff, like, that is perfect for me. So I might go out and get some celery, you know, on my way in tomorrow. And I'm like, Jones, like, as much as, like, I wanted nachos, like, this, I'm like, I want this now. Because I will just, like, I would stand there with a jar of peanut butter and the butter knife and just, eat an entire jar of peanut butter like that easily oh yeah easily. Uh, like my favorite treats are like those little like the beads with just the, the peanut butter and uh, powdered milk and you kind of just roll them into little peanut butter balls oh those are the best make little almond wings They're adorable or those little, oh in school we used to have little peanut butter cakes it was like the same thing but like even gooier but with like chocolate on top 
pretty sure you can't do that anymore. But they were delicious. Anywho, ants in a log. Uh, like, it, it, the quintessential, like, little kid. You didn't say quintessential, like, squeezer. In your pompous I, I, way. Quintessential. Quintessential. It's hard for me to say. Huh. I have a lisp. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You only have maybe, a lisp well, when we imitate you. My little congestion is... Maybe, does, do I sound more manly today? I'm turned on. Excellent. Um, I'll answer it, it, that question. Oh, oh my shit. God. I had to change moo-moos twice. Know. Oh, Squeezer, your voice is so deep. Oh, you were talking earlier about when the lunch lady handed you a tray of hoagies with the chips on it, and I wanted to chime in there because, you know, that was me. And I'd always put extra chips on there. You know, we'd have the box of the stale ones that were out of date, and I'd save them for you because you liked them so much, but I usually made you come in the back to get those. Nothing like a soggy tuna hoagie and some month-old <laughs> chips. I wanted you to eat my soggy tuna hoagie. <laughs> that is the grossest thing ever said on this show. Oh, stop. You're being dirty. <laughs> <laughs> if you read the description on YouTube, I was thinking when I write this, <laughs> I was like, um, with the unofficial start to summer, uh, uh, we talk about those snacks that we remember in the eighties and nineties. Like a whole, it's like, oh, this is going to be a wholesome show about summer snacks. <laughs> It's still wholesome. All right, stop being dirty. Get your minds out of the gutters. I just wanted to come in and tell Squeezer how much I missed him and how the summer heat is making me all hot and bothered for him. Oh, especially with that dark voice. Hold on, I got a tape. I got a little piece of tape from a uh, one of the last days of school when you got the hoagies. Here, let me play it. Sure, lunch lady. Did you save me that box of month-old chips? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that it? Why is there a recording of that? <laughs> I see that uh, red light blinking behind your uh, apron there. Are you happen to be recording this uh, conversation? You know, by law. Uh, all right. All right, Squeezer. All right. Enough with the legal jargon. If you want the chips, you're going to have to stick your hand in my box. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> that one is too easy. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the tape. I got to go, but I just want to just sit and listen to more of your handsome voice. So you're such a sweet, handsome boy. <laughs> bye, everyone. Say bye, little squeezer. Bye, bye everybody. Bye. Have a good summer. Kumbaya. Wait, I thought that was the end of the tape. Pre <laughs> All right, this is recorded earlier, squeezer. Jeez. Wait, I'm talking to my future self, knowing that I'm gonna be listening to this on the podcast. Yeah, forget years later. Forget Lambda. We really fucked the space time continuum there. <laughs> <laughs>
My favorite part of the lunch lady bit is the back and forth between taped and live audio <laughs> and the complete <laughs> indifference between the two. <laughs> uh, now they both kind of sound exactly the same. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Um, are we still uh, talking I, ants I, on I a log? We are talking ants on a log, but yeah. those I still, I still can this day visualize I am there like from a third person perspective of those hoagies on the tray and consuming like six tuna hoagies <laughs> at lunch. And like I, I could still taste them. You mean seven? Well, I had the one with lunch, and then there's the additional six. Then. No, I was talking about the lunch ladies. Oh, lunch. Oh. 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 I went there. All right. You did. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is summer all over it. This is the perfect little day. The little healthful snack for your kids. Um, despite the fact that whatever peanut butter they were giving us back then is nothing compared to like the actual peanut butter that they sell us now. Um homogenize something or other but it's so yummy i these are it's one of those things like they started promoting it in the 50s because i guess apparently kids were eating like shit for a long time this Mm -hmm. isn't anything new Mm -hmm. so like yeah so like going as far back as like the 40s and 50s they're trying to figure out when the ants in the log thing started and they can't actually nail it down like some are like oh it was in good housekeeping others like oh it was the girl scouts no one really knows. Um, but apparently, and I didn't, this is like one of those things like, oh, it, it's so awful now and things are hard. And Look, life sucked for a lot of people for a long time. And there was a time not that long ago, like a hundred years ago, like within, you might know someone that was alive when this happened. Like uh, I have a, a Great uncle, three times removed. My my cousin's grandfather. We'll say he's a hundred and two. So, I know someone that was alive at this time when this was a thing. That stuffed celery was a delicacy and a treat served at adult parties as appetizers. Yeah, but they stuffed it with like caviar and mayonnaise, right? Uh, some, some, but like it, they would do like cream cheese and uh, other things and but caviar, like, like gross, uh, like cheap bread caviar. Yeah, sh- yeah, yeah, but like it was because the celery was cheap and right. easy, and it was uh, times were hard, and just like was, the lunch lady, uh, cheap and easy. Yeah, she, times she were hard. I mean, All right, what, what? I man, you just made so many entendres. I, I wow. should have called her back in. Oh no. But like that was our uh, oh, no. bacon wrap scallop of the day. Bacon wrap. Trust me. It... What? Bacon wrap scallop. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But like, if you have the choice between, oh, I'll have ants and log or scallops and bacon. Shit, I'm going scallops and bacon. No, nah, I'm going ants and a log. I don't need see. I don't need seafood. We talked about me <laughs> wanting to. Uh, kill everything Uh-oh. in the ocean and and cement it over or make it a giant swimming pool. No, oh, yeah. Well, when when you're done killing it all, please bring it to my house so I can eat it. All right, I'll do that. Making note. Ah, is it my turn again? It's your turn. It's your turn again. It is. Boyfriend probably put him up to it. And that's his friend. You 
Kramer's here. Kramer is going to take care of everything. Yeah, see? I got your pineapple. Yeah, I saw Beaches last night for the fourth time. You are the wind beneath my wings. So, I, I mean, he the pineapple is Italian ice. That's the best I could do. Also, on <laughs> hers, I forgot to note, there's three. If you're in the area and you want to try, there's three uh, long shot. Uh, there, uh, uh, hers craved them. Philly craved them. We made them flavors coming out. It's a two one five special sauce, um, which I think is hot sauce, salt and pepper, and ketchup. That's what it seems by the picture. Um, long hots and sharp provolone flavor, mm. and a whiz wit, a cheese steak with onions and cheese whiz flavor. <laughs> That's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to find these squeezer, and they're all on the ripple chips I talked so so, so oh, fondly okay. about. So we'll have to find they these. Just have a cheesesteak with chips. Yeah, yeah, but you know when you can't get the cheesesteak with chips, yeah. I I've been craving a cheesesteak since we were to tonight's game, man. Showing those cheesesteaks being made, damn. Yeah, it was good. Uh, come with me tomorrow. I gotta stop at Home Depot. I'll pick it up. <laughs> No, 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 no. Get, no. I'll get it. Grab a half and half. The long hots and sharp provolone flavor sounds like it's going to be delicious, though. I'm going to try them. Um, but anyway, I'm talking about uh, Luigi's Italian Ice. It's something we had in our house. And they, there might have been other brands, but Luigi's is one that's still around. It's I can't fucking remember. It's from 1978. The year was born. 89. Um, it debuts in all supermarkets worldwide, so I'm assuming that's when we had. It. I remember this. You get it out of the freezer and it was rock hard. But if you like, mm-hmm. take your spoon and you go along the sides of the plastic cup it comes in, mm-hmm. and you like flip it out and flip it over, like the slurry freezes at the bottom into like this really good sugary crystallized deliciousness. Is this something you're also oh, yeah. familiar with? I'm I'm fine with you. Yeah. Oh, uh, we always had the the. We always had the cardboard ones. I'm trying to think who, which brand we would get. I think, yeah, there was some. I don't know. I, I just know Luigi's always had the lemon and straw, uh, lemon and cherry were the was the original flavors. Uh, but there was always like a root beer. Um, the root beer was also good. But there might have been other brands, Squeezer, quite frankly. But, uh, what the fuck? I try to cook on flavors and it's like, oh, right, so lemon, red, white, and blue, obviously. It's cherry and lemon swirl, blueberry, lemon swirl, lemon, straw. I don't remember strawberry, but cherry, cherry and lemon were the two pack. There's a chocolate, ugh. Blue raspberry. Kiwi strawberry was never a flavor. Neither was mango when I was a kid. Uh, neither was watermelon. Neither was orange. Fruit punch, no. It was it was root beer, but I don't think they make root beer anymore. There, there might have been another flavor too, another brand too, Squeezer, that I can't think of. Mm. Mm. Grocers, free, gross, Sears, f- freezer. Italian ice. 
brands. Well, there's Weilers. I remember Weilers. Let me see images here. See if I can't unlock the brain here. There's, there, I see Marinos, but and Lindy's, but that was never. I don't remember those brands. Luigi's definitely was something we had. It was probably just store brand. <laughs> it was probably store brand. There was another ver. There was another brand though, and it was like a, a woman's name. Yeah. I mean, the, we may never know. I'll have to. I'll have to go on newspapers.com squeezer and mm -hmm. really do a deep dive into like uh, circulars. Try and yeah. find it. But yeah, I just I do remember it being rock hard though. I would I would shave little bits at a time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but the, and, the, and... flipping it upside down was my n number one move. <laughs> uh, all right, here is your fourth pick, Squeezer. Sorry. We expect a lot from our cheese. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Well, it sounded like you, you were, were now that you were repeating everything, everything that I, I said. Say. Okay. Yeah, okay. We made Great some progress, progress yesterday. Click, check, click. We take the time for our cheese to mature before we bake it into every delicious cracker. Because it cheese it, real cheese matters. It's a newer commercial, huh? Uh, it was 2010, believe it or not. Which kind of hurt my soul. Uh, there wasn't a huge, uh, there was, like, stuff from the 70s. There wasn't a huge commercial push for Cheez-Its. You don't need to sell Cheez-Its. They sell themselves. Exactly. Yeah, that proved my point. It wasn't until, uh, yeah, I don't know why they had to send Urge to start marketing Cheez-Its. Those commercials were fun, though. It was just a ball of cheese being an asshole. See, I can relate. Um... Cheez-Its has a special place in my heart. So we took, a, I, I told this story before, Cheez-Its was part of, I don't want to say it was the pinnacle of my childhood. Hmm. More or less the, the crowning achievement of the most successful, the, the greatest thing I've ever done in my life, I should say. They were there for that. Contra? Uh, it was, a, yeah, yeah. Oh. It was a family trip to North Carolina, the Outer Banks. Uh, our family, another family, my friend Stefan, and the f the family wanted to go to the beach, and uh, I think they were uh, they went down to the beach, and we stayed at the house we had rented, and As we you played do. Contra inside, <clears throat> and uh, in a plastic Rubbermaid container was a box of Cheez-Its dumped in there, and we consumed the entire box of Cheez-Its. And I granted, we cheated, but it's not really cheating if you use the Konami code. It's expected that you do use it. No one beats Contra on two lives, unless you're a psychopath. Right. Um, but we did it. Uh, the one moment in my life, the shining... The beacon, the light on the hill, I did it. I the, the the glory, I understand what it's like to hoist like that trophy above your head. I did it too, that. also eating Cheez Its, but much later in life. Oh impressive. I was eating Impre extra toasty Cheez Its. You know what? 
Huh. I, I texted you and you told me that story, remember? Yeah. I wonder. It was like seven years or eight years ago. I, I think I gotta I, I think we're onto something here. You want you wanna you were gonna sell this show out to our overlords. No, I was gonna sell it out to Saudi Arabia, I said. Yeah, our overlords. Um Yeah, but then they're just going to ruin podcasts just like they ruined golf, apparently. Um, dumbest thing I ever heard. Um, golf already is ruined. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with the over-marketing, branding, and steroid use, but no, it's fine. Um, steroids and golf? What? Oh, my God, yeah. For what? Why do you think... Tiger Woods isn't as good as he used to. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I knew that. I knew Tiger Woods was embroiled in like a steroid deal, but no, all of them. They were all doing it. I don't know. I don't know. Makes you, it makes you beefier, stronger. You get hit the ball harder. You can, you can twist and turn. That it's a lot of wear and tear on the body. Mm, yeah, I guess you're right. When you play like that every day, and <clears throat> if you can heal faster, a little better than the next guy, it's gonna help. Uh, but I wonder if there is a parallel between cheese it consumption and the ability to beat Contra. I think there is a definite correlation. <clears throat> What's the... Uh... Science needs to study this. Yeah, who? I'm going to... Em- hang on. Science at MIT.com. Mm, that's a good, good starting point. <coughs> I, bet they, I bet they actually already are studying this. It's like... Pfft. Please, we're already on this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, yes, Cheez-Its are the uh, my ultimate uh, summer chip outside of, well, chips and nachos. Um, I guess it's a cracker, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it, it, is, it is the best cracker because it's made of cheese. It's made of... Uh, you say that so gleefully. It's made of cheese. <laughs> cheese. Um yeah, it's made of it, it's a cheese cracker. It literally is, um, and it, the little hole in the middle I learned is to prevent it from getting too puffy, to make it a nice thin, crispy little pillow. That's what they want it to look like. Oh, also, do you know cheeses are not squares? What are they? Uh, they're rectangles. Are they? By two millimeters. Hmm. They measure 26 by 24 millimeters. They are not squares. Well, I'll be damned. Yep. Uh, you will be. Not for that, but <laughs> for plenty of other reasons. But Yeah. But yeah, I love I love Cheez-Its. Well, yes. It was the, the, the highlight of every summer ever was me playing video games indoors while on a family vacation and defeating uh, my nemesis of all games. Uh, with my best friend uh, eating Cheez-Its. Goddamn. All right, here is uh, my next pick. What you got? Ready? We got soda, OJ, purple stuff. Got a sunny D. Okay. Tastes real orangey. Smooth. It's got healthy junk. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I think I feel that. Hey, you're out. Sunny delight. The good
I don't think Sunny Delight could be categorized as either good or stuff. <laughs> so my mom gave it to us um, as kids. It's all we drank. We drank tons of Sunny D. Turns out it had just as much sugar in it as Coke. Only 5% fucking fruit juice. I think like the way they tell it, the way they read on their site. Uh, let me find it. It says, in the summer of 63, a couple of Florida dads stood together in an orange grove and agreed, good, but we can do better. With a firm handshake, they vowed to create a, the tastiest, most boldly unique orange drink on the planet. And that's how Sunny D was born. So they had their orange grove squeezer. And instead of saying, let's put 100% of this orange juice into a bottle and sell it for $5, <laughs> let's put 5% of this orange juice into a bottle and sell it for a dollar. <laughs> and that's because we didn't have a lot my parents didn't have a lot of money growing up so we had fucking Sunny D um, originally there was original and I think there was a strawberry kind but um, then they, they had like a California hold on then Sunny Delight like launched in UK and that's when it like like enveloped on itself because some girl in Wales like drank too much of it. Her skin turned yellow from the dye. Well, really? Yeah. I think I remember. Okay. It became like the second biggest beverage in the UK behind Pepsi and, um, and, uh, Coke. Yeah. It was crazy popular. Yeah. There's, so there's like a strawberry Sunday delight. I can't find the original pictures of it. There's strawberry Sunday delight. This was before it was called Sunny D. They, they, it was like colloquialism calling it Sunny D. But it was always Sunny Delight until it didn't change like to Sunny D proper until after I was not drinking it anymore in the mid-90s. Um, But our my mom gave... We weren't allowed soda, but we were allowed Sunny Delight. Uh found an old vintage Sunny Delight t-shirt here for California style, which was like lighter style, apparently. And Florida style was the original style squeezer. Procter & Gamble got Sunny D in like 1989, and that's when it blew up. That's when like, oh, we're like a buck. You can <clears throat> buy this bottle of orange juice that's full of vitamins and good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they realize they can market it to be cool. Yeah, with purple stuff, cola, Sunny D. That's what, because we called it Sunny. We all called it Sunny D, but it was Sunny Delight. Yeah. Uh, right now, I have in front of me a can of Rise Fuel Energy, that's Sunny D flavored, and it's pretty good. I gave you one squeezer. You enjoyed it as well. Oh, it was very yummy. I like it was uh, not. Yeah, it, it was like bubbly Sunny D. It, it was mild yet. Uh, what, what, what's the, oh, shit, what's the line? Oh, slimy yet, uh, satisfying. So, this isn't the first Sunny D energy drink that's ever announced. I found that Sunny D, and I, I can't tell when it came out. Um, <laughs> but Sunny D, because there's no, there's no, uh, date to this article. But it's like, Sunny D made an energy drink, but something doesn't add up. There's zero caffeine in it, and it's 100% pure sugar. <laughs> it's called, like, 
what's the picture say? It's called Sunny D X. Energizing Orange. There's like a bunch of vitamins in it. Um, and she writes, most people know about the neon orange beverage called Sunny Delight, artificially colored, a shortened to Sunny D. Not quite orange juice and nowhere near as nutritious, but unforgettably tasty and a nostalgic reminder of our childhoods. Now the same beverage has introduced a new drink, or rather a makeover called Sunny DX. Um, when was that from? I I can't find it. Like I didn't know it mm. existed, and I can't find. Let me see. I need the X. Uh, looks like 2014. Okay. Now Sunny DX is a carbonated juice drink that still has a bunch of vitamins. <laughs> no caffeine though. No caffeine, but it was full of sugar. It's the fun in that. Even my seltzer has caffeine now. Yeah, right. And uh, they tested it in Boston, Philadelphia. This, it had to, we had to have seen it. I probably just saw it full of sugar and no caffeine. It was like pass. Yeah, I, I just need a especially in twenty fourteen. I love caffeine when we are launching the fucking phantoms. We were like, nah, thanks. <laughs> Uh, no, we were only drinking uh, straight alcohol at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Sunny D. Uh, we thought it was good for my our parents. Like, you can have soda, but you could have Sunny D. All right. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, it's basically like Sunkissed without carbonation. Ooh, oh, I love Sunkissed. Here is Squeezer's last pick. Got to pot the fader up, Squeezer, if you want to hear it. Oh, okay. Dig it. This Done. is a push pop. You either know what to do with it, or you don't. Yo. Yo. You got to be hip to the pop. Push pop. Push it up, push it down. Keep it hanging round. You got to be hip to the pop. Push pop. Taste of grape and cherry, watermelon, raspberry. You got to be hip to the pop. It's something else, yeah, that's the rap Dig it now, lick it later, just give it the cat Get hip to it, yeah, see the light Nothing else fits you, so why? You gotta be hip to the pop Push pop You gotta be hip to the pop Push pop Push pop There, there is going to be Like, you know, there's certain periods in time Like, oh, you know that was the 1920s there's going to be a period where they go back. It's like, oh, this is clearly the early '90s. Mm-hmm. Like, just there, there's a style and obnoxious energy. It was like a step away from the top that rap from Teen Witch. <laughs> yeah. Top that, top that. Uh, push pops. Uh, <laughs> there's something glorious about them because. They they were so handy, because look I I, I like the lollipop because you know on a budget, uh as a kid you can't you, you wanted to get the most bang for your buck and buck and lollipops, a lot blow pop was go. the most fifteen cent blow pop was the most bang for your buck. Yeah, but that that's that's a blow pop. Yeah, for fifteen cents, but then you had to consume that blow pop or try to put it in the wrapper and take it back out. And it was a thing. 
if you were if you had an active lifestyle as a child like myself, you couldn't always have a candy stick in your mouth. And you wanted the convenience of being able to, you know, clip it on your shirt or your pants or just simply put it in your pocket. And blow pop is absolutely where it was at, or a push pop was where it was at, because it was a popsicle, a lollipop, in a container that you could use your finger, if you're an amateur, use your finger to push said push pop up. <laughs> um, but then now your finger is all sticky. Now you gotta lick your finger, and now you look like a weirdo because you're licking your finger. What they really should have called them was suck pops. Because you could, you, you you do it and you create a vacuum and then <coughs> suck it up and you don't have to dirty your finger. And the ideally what you want to do is make your own little like shank and you keep licking it in circles until you get that push pop down to a sharp little dagger. And then you could stab your friends with it. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There. And I mean... Flavor-wise, they taste like every other generic uh, candy lollipop flavor. But uh, it's all about uh, marketing and packaging and push pops. I don't know if you knew this, are really cool. That's where it's at. Uh, so much so that that was even a young Ryan Reynolds in there. Oh. Uh, pitching us our, our push pops. You just Google Ryan Reynolds push pops and you see him there. He's... Got his fingers all covered in push pops. One on each finger. Yeah, he's like a little Edward Scissorhands. Uh, oh, and he's also wearing his hat backwards, so you know he's cool. Yeah, that's um, that's the giveaway. Yeah. If you go to, if you want, because <clears throat> there's a great uh, great website for uh, push pops with a bunch of other candies like Bazooka Joe and Ring Pops. Uh, if you, uh, I don't necessarily plug them but uh, candy mania has some fun games and the best is on, on their site uh, it's right at the top in just a little white uh aerial text hey kids exclamation mark this is advertising exclamation mark mm. our candy video games videos activities and then it's a bunch of colorful shit um <clears throat> but there is a game and i was playing earlier uh push pop candy Catch a Pushy is a game you can play. Catch a Pushy. <clears throat> and it's like whack-a-mole with push pops. And they want you to catch a Pushy. Cool. I just like saying catch a Pushy. That's fun. Dirty. Yeah. It is very fun. It's actually a fun game. I'll play right now. That's good radio. Oh, it's a podcast. All right, it's loading. Okay, everyone listen to me play. Ready? Oh, clicking. Up oh, seven. Oh, wow, I'm getting all these points. I don't know if you guys hear me playing this or see me playing this. I'm clicking the push pops as they come up out of the ground. I think people are tuning in the C-SPAN instead. Oh, no, no, no. You're missing out here. I'm. Don't... Oh, I did it. Don't miss Wait, out on Pushy, whatever the fuck it is. I, I, uh, yeah, I forgot what it was called already. Uh, uh, click a Pushy or click something. a Pushy. Catch a Pushy. Click a what? Hold on, don't make me get the lunch lady back in here. Hang on. Oh, I'm on level two now. Oh, wow, they're coming at me. 
Whoa, I'm definitely getting a lunch lady in here. Click a pushy coming at you. There you go. Yeah. What a fun game. Who needs an Xbox, huh? Or a PlayStation. You can You can't play click a pushy or whatever the hell it's called. Lunch lady's gonna be so worked up. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, they got new flavors now, too, and they got all kinds of new gimmicks and swirly things and, like, automatic battery-powered sliding push-pops or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the traditionals are where it's at. And uh, it's the, the ultimate, like, corner store candy on your bike, you know. It, it's great when you're, like, on your bike because, you know, mom's like, don't ride with a lollipop in your mouth. You know, so it's like, all right, mom. I got a push pop. I I experienced none of this. My oh, mom okay. didn't care what I did. With <laughs> <laughs> she, I like when my mom's like, I knew where you were at all times. I'm like, fucking mom, you didn't know shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. She liked it. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. She likes to say she knew where I was at all times. Hey, whatever you need to say to fucking make yourself feel better, mom. But unequivocally, you had no fucking idea that I was it, back at the stockpile smashing samples of dirt. Yeah. It, mom, it, then you should be mortified. Right. And, that you knew and you, you were knew, still. That, yeah. Yeah. Then you were a terrible mother. Right. No, I'm not saying this. You were a terrible mother if you knew that I was in the woods underneath the bridge where the homeless person just burned to death at a campfire two days earlier. Right. Not saying it was you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You didn't know that we took a plastic uh, army man airplane, lit the wing on fire, and then dropped the molten plastic like napalm on the other figures to melt them? Hmm, that's pretty cool. Oh, but you knew what I was doing and where I was. Right? Mm, yeah, right. That thing, that wing lit up, and that that thick black toxic smoke, I'm, I'm sure that was... Oh, yeah, there's a certain smell to that, too. Cheap plastic, cheap dollar store army man plastic just burns differently. Hits right. Hits right. Yeah. Hits right. All right. Uh, time for my last pick. Ah, Tasty Cakes. When I was a kid, Tasty Cakes always puts out their pies, their baked pies, Squeezer. Right? You know this. I have to yes. Tell, I don't tell you anything you don't know. Mm-hmm. And the Tasty Cake is in the business just like everyone else. And it's a very, they're Philadelphia, uh, and it's the king. When I was a kid, sure, there was Hostess. Sure, there was fucking Little Debbie. But the king of snack cakes when I was a kid and probably you too was tasty cake. When you had tasty cake, fucking uh, everyone calls them tandy tandy cakes, which were candy cakes here. Tasty cake, yeah. The knockoffs were tandy cakes, mm-hmm. uh, candy cakes, chocolate and peanut butter, the fucking butterscotch crumpets, butterscotch crumpets, the shit. So fucking good. Oh, when I was yeah. when I was um 
in high school, Tasty Cake put out this like fancy cake line. And they put out a butterscotch crimpet cake, which had like a thicker layer of icing on it. And that was my birthday cake one year. My mom got me that. It was the only cake I ever uh, fucking loved. It was delicious. I wish they still made. Um, uh, Diana's friend, and he's now my friend too, uh, and his girlfriend, Mark and Amber, are coming in from Los Angeles next week. Uh, squeezer. And whenever he comes in, he loves to get Entenmann's and Tasty Cakes and everything. He's a big fan of it. Um, but yeah, he... Uh, uh, you liked. should go get some uh, get some uh, candy cakes and put them in the freezer now. Mm-hmm, I should. Frozen candy cakes are the best. Uh, I like their right now. Their seasonal is the their glazed banana pudding cream pie. If you want the closest thing on the planet right now to a Ninja Turtles pudding pie with texture, is is this tasty cake pie squeezer? Same kind of wrapper. Same kind of frosted pie. It's just got banana pudding filling instead of fucking. Uh, uh, if you when they have, if they have a vanilla pudding one, that, that's that's it. That's that's it. But they did like their. They my dad always got their pumpkin pie during autumn. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was like a thing forever. Uh, now oh, they yeah. they give like a s'mores pie. They have the tasty Claire eclair pie. Um, their their pies were always always big, but I, I growing up as a kid like Tasty Cakes and their 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 pies and and all their stuff was like the fucking shit. I don't I know Hostess was big. I mean I we had Twinkies, but the number one cake in our house and Little Debbie's were cheap, so we had those yeah. too. But Tasty Cakes and and like I I try to think my mom tried to feed us healthy. But God damn, do we have so much junk food in the house? There was a lot of junk food in the house. Also, it didn't hurt that like our my grandparents like we spent a lot of time both my mom's parents and my dad's parents. Yeah, it was nothing but junk. Right. Everything was microwaved. Like even like well, no, because my, my grandmother would make like like. Well, dinners, I remember the like, first like, fre- summer like, like fresh dinners, but like. The first if we were snacking, it was total garbage. I remember the first summer, we were home alone. My mom was working, and I was old enough to remember. You know what I mean? The first summer where we didn't have a babysitter. Dad's working, mom's working, kids are home on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom stocked the freezer with a bunch of micro magic shit and Hormel, like like microwave cheeseburgers and chicken sandwiches and mini corn dogs and. And the the micro magic fries and milkshakes, like oh my god, I'm surprised we're not dead. <laughs> yeah, micro. She showed me how to use a can opener. She's like, "This is a can Did you, opener." Did you grow up with an electronic can opener? Like What's with that? the we had the elect we always had the electronic can opener growing up. I never knew like oh no 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 one has them anymore though. Like they're like a bygone thing. But we, like the amount, the amount of energy <laughs> consumed versus the couple twists of your hand, I don't think it. It's one of those things. It's like, oh, th- it's just this simple. Just do it yourself. But we always had, a, we we always had, always squeezer an electronic can opener. I don't think I've actually ever used one. Oh my! I didn't use like a regular can. Now it's all yeah, because you barely need one anymore. Yeah. Just open like a can of like. Uh, Hormel's hash every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, everything's pulled up. I'm trying to think yeah. what I even. Oh, I I made uh I had like some beans. I think I made like bean dip. Hmm. I'll do it. 
But yes, tasty cakes, great summer treat. Mm-hmm. And we are done with summer snack squeezer. Oh, we're not done. We're just starting. We have our whole summer planned out, don't we, handsome? Yeah, all the way up to the very end. So you can actually see the progression of how our summer is pretty much already over. Our summer's already planned and over. We are talking Retro Sodas 2 next week. Then we talk the summer of 1988. We're talking everything that happened, uh, anything that ca- that came out or happened in the summer of 98. Summer of Blockbusters, eight, summer of 89, Toy Store Memories, summer of 1990, summer of 1991, 92, 93, and 94 to take us through August. Back to School Shopping on 831 and Retro Sneakers on 97 to re- to 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 edge out our summer shows obviously uh, i don't yeah. want to do that I, I don't want summer to end i know i see those memes now about like oh about ah! it's, it's like summer is actually awful we he goes we just got used to loving summer because we had a a 3 month vacation every year it's actually an awful season i'm like no it's not it's fucking great no Summer's amazing. Why do you think people move to Florida? No one moves to Florida because they like Florida. They move to Florida because it's summer all year round. If Florida wasn't Florida, everyone would be living there. Right. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's the rad year summer. We'll be back. Tell us what you want to hear this Halloween. Tell us what you want to hear this Christmas. Tell us what you want to hear this fall. Tell us what you want to hear this Thanksgiving. So we have more ideas, and um, keep listening. Comment. Email me, rk at radiers.com. Email squeezer, squeezers, squeezers, squeezer at radiers.com. I got to make an email for the lunch lady to get her love. Uh, we'll be back next week talking soda, pop, or a Coke, however you call it, and the next Radiers podcast. I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. Bye, everybody.